What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week we are coming at you guys with 1996's Mars Attacks. Yes, we are. Ack, 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 ack. That was good. Shit. That was good. Man, it has been two whole weeks minus a day since we've recorded an episode. It's been a long ass time, man. It's been a long time. I didn't even know what to do. It was like, what's what's a Zencaster? <laughs> Last Sunday, like Sarah and I were hanging out and I was just like, I don't have to record tonight. Like this is fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, it's been a while, but uh it has. happy to be back with you. Yeah, me too, man. Back from vacation. Yes, sir. How was that? It was good. It was good. We did a lot, so I'm quite exhausted. Um, still did watch a lot of movies, so, you know. I, I know you did, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I was all excited. I was like, okay, a week without Brooke watching movies, I can finally catch up. Then I checked your uh, letterbox today. I was like, that son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, including the movie we watched today. I've watched 13 movies in the past week. How? I, like, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Actually, more probably more than a week, I'd say. But yeah. yeah. That's insane, man. Since we recorded a three from hell. So, yeah, almost two weeks then. Yeah. Pretty much a movie a day. Actually, yeah. that is a movie a day. It was 13 <laughs> days ago. Wow. Yeah. So uh, this is going to be a long-winded one then. That's well, I'm not going to go through all of them because most of our vacation, we would get back from like a day trip mm-hmm. and we would just take some medibles, get high and just throw in a movie. So like there's some movies that like there's random ones like Shrek, Hanover, you know, movies kind of like that. Yeah. Com- old, old comedies like that. Um, so we'll talk about those. We did watch Jerry Maguire, which I haven't seen in ages. Yeah. That movie's so good. That's a classic for sure. Yeah. Um. So for new movies, I watched The Tomorrow War. Okay. Uh, it's really good, actually. I liked it a lot. Yeah? Um, it's kind of long, but it was good. I've heard so many different mixed reviews on it. Like Some people say it's dog shit, and then some people loved it. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's dog shit, in my opinion. Hmm. Um, I continued my... Actually, I finished my Leprechaun uh, watch. <laughs> nice. Watch Leprechaun Origins, which... God, that movie, you want to talk about dog shit. Holy <laughs> crap. That is bad. Uh, Leprechaun Returns I watched. I really enjoyed that one. I think that's my favorite out of the whole series. I think number three may be ahead of it, but uh, okay, I really enjoyed it. It was really good. Nice. Um, last night, the girlfriend and I watched Val on Amazon Prime. Do I want to watch that? Yes. Like it looks so sad. It is, but then like other scenes, like it's him now and he just seems like so happy, but then he does have his moments, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, there are some really sad parts and it's depressing to see the way like things have happened. Like it's really unfortunate, mm-hmm. but uh, I would say watch it. Okay. Yeah. Cause I didn't even know about it. And then it came up on prime and I was like, we have a group chat with a few yeah. of our buddies. And I was just like, I had no fucking idea that he had cancer. Me either. 
like, and he doesn't even look the same. Like I watched the trailer for it and I was like, no. Oh my God. Like I almost wanted to cry. Yeah. Like Bettina watched it with me and she really liked it too. And uh, yeah. she couldn't believe like the difference of how he looked now mm-hmm. compared to then. Like he was a fucking action star and now he's like, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if he's wheelchair bound, but it looked like he was sitting in a wheelchair. No, 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 he's okay. not. Um, Yeah. And finally, we before a trip, we went and watched the new Suicide Squad. Yeah. And it is fantastic. <laughs> With a V or an F? A V. <laughs> um, I would definitely recommend watching it. Yeah. It was really good. Nice. A lot better than the uh, 2016 version. Well, they didn't exactly set the bar very high with that one. <laughs> no, no. But uh, yeah, they have a few spinoffs that are coming out after this one, so I'm really excited to see cool what james gunn does mm-hmm. is he going to be directing the spin-offs um i assume so because it kind of there's like an after credit scene mm. so um yeah i would think so but cool yeah, yeah i really want to watch it what's uh you've been up to uh i too have watched quite a bit all right um i took your advice and i watched the boy behind the door yes uh very good movie yeah I don't know if I'd say, I think you said it was like your, I don't know if you said it was your favorite that came out this year or your favorite one that you watched this year. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it was, I said it probably could be one of my favorite movies I've seen this year. Okay. Um, just to caught me by surprise. Yeah, no, it was really good. I was really surprised by it. Um, but yeah, uh, I watched an older movie called dolls and it's basically like, uh, uh, Puppet Master, in a sense. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty good. It was creepy, but I don't know. I wouldn't rush to watch it, but it was on Shutter, so I threw okay. it on. Uh, I watched Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, Dream Warriors. <clears throat> nice. Because I think I'm going to do what you were doing with Leprechaun, but with the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Nice. Yeah, you got to pick a new franchise to do, too. Mm-hmm. I figured, like, we've already watched two of them. Yeah. Or three of them, actually, technically. Mm-hmm. So, uh yeah, now I have four down. Nice. We'll see where it goes. <clears throat> uh, I watched Fear Street, 1994 and 1978. Nice. Haven't watched 1666 yet, but that is definitely on my list to watch. Yeah, I got to knock those out. Yeah, so far I'm enjoying them, though. Uh, 78 is definitely better than 94, but nice. both are pretty good. <clears throat> uh, excuse me. I watched Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. <laughs> nice. We were uh, going to watch that too on our trip. But just a fucking yeah. random ass movie. Yeah. Uh, well, I finished Room for Rent, which was one that I mentioned a while back. Uh, it has Lynn Shea in it. Mm, yeah, yeah. It was good. I liked it. She. It was a different role for her and she killed it. Um, she's super creepy in it. I, I would watch it for sure. Nice. Uh, I watched The Endless, which is which was on Prime. It came out like 2018. It was good, but it was, I don't know, it was confusing, and they left too many unanswered questions in it. But It sounds familiar. Yeah, you probably recognize the cover of it. It's a pretty cool-looking cover. Um, you have talked about searching for the longest time. Yeah. And I finally watched that. Yeah. Depressing-ass movie. Yes. Um, fucking wild, though. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And I watched Blade, just for shits and giggles. <laughs> nice. 
Uh, I'm going to watch Blade 2 and 3 at some point soon, too. Nice. Have fun with 3. I've seen it before. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's been so long. <laughs> I know, me too. Uh, and lastly, I watched uh, Malice at the Palace. Oh, nice. Which, uh, if we have any basketball fans, this was it's the documentary that uh, showcases the... Uh, well, the Malice at the Palace, the Ron Artest attacking a friggin' fan at uh, the Pacers and Pistons game back in 2004, I believe. No. What year was that? I don't remember. Anyways. Is it a, it's a series or a movie? No, it's just a like just over an hour long documentary. Oh, okay. I thought it was similar to... Um, uh, the Last Dance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's... It's uh, just an hour long. Okay. I'm definitely going to watch that then. Yeah. I highly recommend it. It It's fucking crazy and super well done. Mm -hmm. But yeah. And other than that, that's pretty much it. I tried to catch up, but obviously could not. Nope. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) You ready to get into this then? Yes, sir. the cast list might be longer than our movies oh man (laughs) yeah i kind of i don't know i took it easy on the cast list yeah all right Uh, like we said in the intro this week we're talking about 1996's mars attacks the synopsis earth is invaded by martians with unbeatable weapons and a cruel sense of humor Yes, they do have a cruel <laughs> sense of humor. <laughs> oh, man. It's fucking crazy. Some of the shit that they do. Yeah. I love it. Uh, this movie was directed by Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he's obviously a legend, but some of his directing credits are Batman, Batman Returns, as Ed, uh, Edward Scissorhands, Sweeney Todd, Big Eyes, Beetlejuice, um, and, like, there's plenty more of directing credits and producing credits and writing credits. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's done it all. Um, and Danny Elfman did the score for this one, too, which is a tandem that yeah. uh, we often see with Burton and him. <sighs> and this cast list, man. Holy shit. Yeah. He got every A-list celebrity from the 90s and threw them into this movie. Really did. And then he got some like lower key actors and actresses that have since become A-list actors. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Because the cast list is so long, um, I didn't trim it down too, too much. Like I have a solid list here. Yeah. But everybody's so famous in it that I'm not going to go through their movies that they've been in. Yeah. Just because, I mean, there's no need to. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So starting off, we have Jack Nicholson, who played President Dale and Art Land. 
Glenn Close played First Lady Dale. Natalie Portman played Taffy Dale. Lucas Haas played Richie Norris. Pierce Brosnan played Donald Kessler. Sarah Jessica Parker and her nose played Natalie Lake. <laughs> Uh, Michael J. Fox played Jason Stone. Danny DeVito played the rude gambler. Martin Short played press secretary Jerry Ross. And we have a very skinny and very young Jack Black in this movie. Yes. (laughs) Which blew my fucking mind. I know. We watched it, uh, I think maybe at like the start of the year because Bettina has it on DVD. And uh, that was my first time watching it in probably like 10 or 15 years. Oh, yeah. And I totally forgot. Like, I didn't even let him forget because I, I didn't know he was in the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like whenever his name came up on the opening credits, I was like, Jack Black's in this? I don't remember him yeah. at all. Yeah. But yeah, it's been a long time since I watched it, too. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, it would probably take me a couple minutes to realize it was him if I didn't see his name in the opening credits. Yeah, for sure. Like, he looks jacked. He does. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Like he's a military guy. Yeah. Short hair. <laughs> uh, was there anybody else that you wanted to bring uh, up? There was actually. Um, <laughs> speaking of like the credits, like one of the last names was Christina Applegate. And mm-hmm. I see she plays a Sharona, but I did not see her in the movie at all. <laughs> or recognize yeah. her. Yeah. None of these. I don't remember seeing her either. Um, just looking now. Uh, Ray J plays one of the younger sons in it oh yeah i saw his name on the credit like on the end credits and i was like who did he play yeah okay um and jim brown plays (laughs) byron williams yeah and i find like in the 80s 90s i feel like sports stars were more in movies Mm -hmm. um for anyone doesn't know jim brown is he's one of the greatest nfl running backs of all time yeah. Um, like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, which I think was in like the airplane movies, I think. Is, yeah, is it the I airplane right. or uh, Naked Gun? Yeah. But uh, yeah. Those are... Obviously, Michael Jordan was in Space Jam. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, he was a fucking tank in this movie, too. He was, he was. <laughs> um, I just realized it's been so long. We forgot to say what we're drinking tonight. Oh, yeah. And you didn't even remind me. No, I didn't. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am drinking a Guinness. Okay. Oh, shit. That didn't sound good, man. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. Did you wear half of it? No, it's all good. Oh, man. That sounded like it leaked everywhere. <laughs> no. Remember the Guinness cans have the little like bowl in it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a Cottage Springs vodka soda. Ooh, those are good, actually. I love them. Yeah. Wild cherry. Nice. Uh, I've been, like I said to you earlier, I've been on the smoker all day. I've fucking been drinking all day. I'm so goddamn full. I just, like, I needed something <laughs> light to drink tonight yeah. because I feel like I'm going to throw up everywhere. But uh, yeah, there we go. I got the whole case sitting right beside me here. Nice. So. But yeah, I'm a big fan of them. Yeah. Better than White Claws, I think. Um, actually, I have a question about the cast. Okay. Did 
Jack Nicholson also play Art? Yeah, I said that. Did you? Okay, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't catch that. Yeah, because it's not listed on IMDb. Oh wait, it is. Never mind. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> um, every time he came on the screen, I was like, "Why does this guy look so familiar?" Yeah, and then I looked it up on IMDb, and I was like, "Oh, that's why." But he looks so different. Yeah, like through most of the movie, like I didn't think it was Jack Nicholson, but then there's like a scene mm-hmm. where he takes off his like his hat and his glasses, yeah. and I was like. I told like turn to Bettina. I was like, "Is that Jack Nicholson?" She's like, "I don't know. It kind of sounds like him and looks like him." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk about like two way different roles in this movie. Yeah, he plays the president, and then he plays some like shady ass casino guy. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. All right. Ready to talk about this movie? Yes, sir. So I just want to start with going through because there's so many characters in this movie and they Mm -hmm. kind of go back and forth so much and they do develop most of the characters. So I just want to go through them and like kind of give a brief rundown of what their like job is in the movie. Okay. So like you said, Jack Nicholson, he plays the president and art land who art is this guy who pretty much buys and builds a casino Mm -hmm. in Vegas um, and he is married to Barbara, who is this kind of hippie do ex-alcoholic girl. Yeah. Um, I thought she was hilarious. Yeah, she was funny. Um, Pierce Brosnan, he plays uh, Professor Donald Kessler, who's like uh, a scientist who, um, what's like his real job? He's like a. I don't he know. Like, Did they say it? I, I think they say it at one point, but I think he studies like space and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Martin, like it, it, not like an astrologist, uh, an astrologist. No, it's like it was like like a almost like biology of space or some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Martin Short is the the press secretary, mm-hmm. so he kind of helps out the president a bunch. Um, Sarah Jessica Parker plays Natalie Lake, who she is like a uh, um, kind of like a talk show host kind of thing. She does like fashion news. Right, right. And she is married to Jason, who is played by Michael J. Fox, who is a reporter at uh, GNN. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, Richie, he his family lives in like the trailer park in Kentucky. Um, his brother is Jack Black, who is uh, Billy Glenn, um, and his grandmother is Grandma Florence, mm-hmm. who is fucking hilarious in this movie. Yeah, you see her a lot too in movies. Yeah, um, and uh, Jim Brown plays Byron Williams, who is divorced from Louise, who has the two kids, Cedric and Neville. Mm-hmm. And he is in Las Vegas, but they live in Washington still. Yeah. And like they're trying to reconcile their marriage. Yeah. Throughout the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And actually Pam Greer, she was in. Um, uh, she played Jackie Brown. Yeah. Jackie Brown. Yeah. That's it. But uh, yeah. Anything else that you wanted to add that may kind of help our discussion easier? Uh, Well, like Richie and. What's his? What's the brother's name? Billy Glenn or Bobby? Yeah, Glenn Billy. Or... Billy Glenn. 
Bobby Sue or whatever his <laughs> fucking name is. Um, no, it's Thomas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, but yeah, like Jack Black plays Billy Glenn or whatever his name is, and he's in the military, and his parent like his parents are constantly saying to Richie, like, why can't you be more like your brother? So there's that like animosity in the family, I guess. Yeah. Like they're not proud of Richie. Cause Richie only works at a donut shop and his brother's in the military and he's going to fight the aliens and all this shit. Yeah. They're like super proud of them and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but the end turns things around. It does. Cause he doesn't know how to load a fucking gun. <laughs> Even though he can do it blindfolded. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, uh, other than that, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this movie pretty much starts off right away with uh, the alien invasion. You see, like this opening scene, I I was kind of worried where it was going to go, <laughs> uh, because like you have the Asian Asian farmer and he comes out and then the like old ass farmer dude. I was like, oh shit, this is going to be good because he asked him right off the bat, like, what are you having in there? Uh, fuck was he saying something something new year's it's like mandarin new year's or something yeah i can't remember what it yeah was. and uh it's like shit where is this gonna go but then they don't really <laughs> go too far into the racism which i thought they may have yeah but uh you see like these burning cows like come running down the street then you see like the spaceship go up and then um i actually like the credits opening credits in this scene in this movie I did, but it, it was so long. <laughs> yeah, I feel like movies in like the nineties and like yeah, eight late eighties were kind of like that though. Mm-hmm, for sure, because uh, there was a lot of people in this movie, which we went through. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, all the spaceships were coming down to Earth, and the president is kind of talking to everyone. There's like two generals: there's General Casey and General. Um, What's his name? I wrote it down somewhere. Uh, Decker. Decker. General Decker. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the uh, mm. secretary. Um, I love the recurring theme of no one is listening to General Decker. Yeah. Like throughout the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Because in this scene, he's like, oh, we should go to war, like bomb them. And <laughs> they're like, no, like the professor is like, no, like we have to you know, be nice to them. Cause like, they're so um, like their technology is so good and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. they're obviously very nice. And then like general Casey, like they ask like a oh, general Casey, like, what do you think? And they don't ask Decker, like what he thinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause this movie, like this is a parody of like older sci-fi alien movies and space invasion movies and shit like that. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, yeah. do you think this is a satire? Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Like there's so many different like cliches and stuff like that. And like with Pierce Brosnan saying like, oh, they're a sophisticated culture, so they must be friendly. Mm. It's like, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely see it as more of a satire. Yeah. Cause I kind of based my reviews on that. Cause like I also mentioned in my reviews, but like, I wasn't sure if this was a satire or not, mm-hmm. but I don't see how it's not like, yeah, just cause some of the decisions they make is like, come on, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I guess that's just it. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they decide that they're not going to go to war with the aliens. They're 
going to set up, trying to talk to them. Um, mm. And then it cuts to Byron, who is in Las Vegas. He works at the Luxor. I stayed there as well. They don't have Ooh. people walking around looking like him. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Hotshot staying at the Luxor. That is the cheapest in Vegas, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, never <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was the cheapest Mr. Mr. Brokeass staying at the Luxor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so Byron is like an ex-boxer, kind of like, um, I don't know, like the kind of, he kind of does look like, uh, fuck, who's the guy that beat Ali? I was going to say uh, George Foreman. That's but... who I'm thinking of. He didn't, oh, he, it is? he okay. didn't beat Ali. Um, yeah, he does no. look like George Foreman though. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he's like an ex-boxer. Um World heavyweight champion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this kind of opening is kind of introducing most of the characters. It cuts back to New York City. We learned that Natalie is kind of like this uh, talk show host, like you said. Mm. Um, she is having on interviewing uh, the professor and Michael J. Fox. Um, he is dating her and he sees that she has him on or gets a call and he's like, oh, I should have had him first. Like their relationship is kind of like weird. Like it doesn't seem like they're compatible at all. It's almost like uh, Ron Burgundy and Veronica Corningstone or whatever the fuck her name was from Anchorman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a relationship like that. Like he feels like he's better than she is because she's only a fashion. Uh, I don't know. Newscaster, I guess. And he's the big hot shot. Yeah. And uh, this was actually Michael J. Fox's last acting role. Really? Yeah. Like he's done like TV shows, like some appearances and like voice work. But Mm -hmm. this is his last movie. Shit. Okay. So, I mean, it's it's kind of unfortunate. Like his last movie has to be like a satirical comedy, but I don't know. Well, I mean, a lot of his movies were. I guess. Yeah. Like he did Teen Wolf and he did uh, like Back to the Future. Like those are not maybe not satire, but they're definitely like over the top comedies. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Uh, so now we cut to Perkinsville, Kansas, where we meet Richie and his his family. Uh, like we said, Richie works at a donut shop. Um, his brother is uh, Billy Glenn, who's like this... Uh, fucking military guy like he's at the table like the blindfold on like loading the gun and he like does it he's like i told you to do it under two minutes papa oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny he reminded me of uh what's his face there from um full metal jacket mm-hmm. uh vincent d'onofrio d'onofrio's character yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah so and he's going to, I think, take grandma back to, or no, he's going to pick up grandma, I think. I forget what, what scene this is. But anyway, uh, so they're going, now it cuts back to Washington where we meet um, Louise and the two mm. kids have been like missing for like two days. And I love this scene whenever she's like driving the bus and she sees them like playing the video game. Yeah. And then she like gets them back on the bus and all the like passengers start clapping for her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what'd you make think of the alien design? I liked it. I mean, like it's, I don't want to say it's stereotypical cause it, 
like they don't have like they're not the fucking super ovular heads Mm -hmm. and like the dark eyes and shit like that but like it's like i don't know it's an alien design that you see sometimes yeah with like the big protruding brains like their brains are on the outside of their skull and Mm. they almost look like skeletons with a giant ass brain coming out of them yeah yeah what about you i like the design um I do think that they use most of like their CGI on the actual aliens because mm-hmm. like the other CGI is kind of not that great. Yeah. In my opinion. Did you ask me about the, what the aliens looked like or the UFOs? Aliens. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was just double checking because I was going to say like the UFOs are stereotypical as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like just the flying discs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like the like the design of them. I think it's just like a classic look, especially for this movie. Like anytime you see like mm-hmm. that alien, you're like, oh yeah, Mars attacks, or like yeah, or like you said, like the ack ack ack. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the way they talk fucking kills me every time. Yeah, and then they get the fucking like translator. <laughs> it's like, and then the professor says like they're like peaceful and enlightened. It's like fuck. yeah, and then. Uh, was it the general or was it the president? And he's like, because the translator fucks up at first. At the at the meeting with the aliens? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, okay, everything's working now. You can go ahead. So he starts talking and saying like, oh, we want to welcome you to Earth and blah, blah, blah. Like it would have been like a nice exchange. Mm-hmm. But I think that the translator fucked up because the aliens are all like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like they get all pissy and agitated. Yeah. And then the, the hippie guy in the crowd releases the dove. <laughs> yeah. The alien just yeah. blasts it. And then like the next like meetup, you see like the sign like hold the applause. And it, like the next sign is like <laughs> no doves. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, going uh, back before this scene, um, whenever Billy Glenn is getting like on the military bus, we kind of mentioned this scene like briefly before whenever like the grandma he's like saying bye to them all and he's like okay bye grandma and he's like she says oh bye thomas it's like no it's billy glenn i know thomas <laughs> and then like in the truck with uh richie she says thomas again yeah and she's just like so happy and cute i know yeah uh so yeah at the uh the meetup um the uh the general casey like he he gets picked to go and uh, Decker's like so pissed and Casey's like so proud that he gets to go. Like yeah. he's on the phone with his wife. Like I told you if I, if I just keep quiet and don't say anything, something bound good to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just gets fucking shot. Yeah. What did you think of their weapons? I think they're cool. Yeah. I, I think the CGI like of when they get, beamed is not mm-hmm. that great at all but i don't know i guess i can't complain too much it's like 96 right so and it's tim burton like yeah yeah and this whole movie has that tim burton feel to it like it's it really like car- cartoony almost yeah so meanwhile at this like meet up uh barbara's like full hippie mode she's like up on like some cliff has mm. some like little trinkets and shit <laughs> And then shit starts going down and she gets pissed because of the fucking aliens kill people. <laughs> um, uh, what's her name? Natalie like falls off the truck and then um, 
Jason tries to run after her and he like touches her hand and then the aliens like shoot him and his fucking arm falls off and yeah. she passes out and gets taken away from the aliens with her dog too. It's fucking annoying. <laughs> yep. And uh, the scene that we mentioned before, like whenever um, <laughs> Billy Glenn, like he gets so pumped up, like running in like a hero grabs a gun and it goes up to shoot them and fucking bullets fall out. <laughs> <laughs> I think grabs the American flag like I surrender and the fucking blast him. Yeah. Uh anything else you want to add to that scene? Well, I was gonna ask, like <clears throat> this is like I haven't watched every sci-fi alien movie, but this is one of the first ones that I can remember where like the alien invasion isn't immediately at like just an attack. Right. Like it, it's like they start attacking, but it, I feel like it's more of a misunderstanding. And so I was going to ask, like, do you think that they came to earth with the intent of killing everybody? I think so. You think so? Yeah. Because like, they're just fucking with everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of like, um, we just did the Firefly franchise. Yeah. Like that whole series are just like, they seem you know, so nice and like they're making like offers like in, in Mars attacks, like they keep like after this, they, they send like a message again. It's like, Oh, we apologize. And like the secretary comes out, like we got, we got a letter. Like they said, they apologize and they want to meet with Congress. (laughs) And then, you know, they go to that meeting and then the ambassador just fucking kills everyone there. That's true. And then like a scene later on, whenever, the uh, the French president calls the American mm-hmm. president. It's like, hey, great news! He just said he wants to come to an agreement, and the mm-hmm. president's just like, get out of there, Maurice! <laughs> and then the aliens are start killing people. That's true. Like, yeah, that's a good point. Like, they they act nice until they get into where they need yeah. to be to kill off like the leaders of the world. Yeah, and then like at the end of the movie, they're like fucking when shit's going crazy. There's like a couple of them like walking around with the translator. And yeah. It's like, don't go anywhere. We're nice. <laughs> <laughs> we bring peace. Do you think that they like they kind of like hacked the translator to like say those things? Oh, maybe. Yeah, I never thought of that. That's a good point. Yeah, I was thinking that. <clears throat> hmm. Um. Also thought it was weird that the uh, Billy Glenn's parents saw him die on TV. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "No, it didn't happen. It's not real." <laughs> oh man! I'm pretty sure the dad says something like, "Why did it have to be him?" He does. Like, he does. <laughs> like, yeah. Implying that it should have been Richie. Yeah. Um, and just some other like little things. If you want to talk further about them, just jump in. Uh, yeah. There's like a few cut-ins, like of the alien spaceship of the ambassador. Like one, he's like Mm -hmm. reading a playboy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And we start to see like their experimentations. Yeah. Like they swap heads with Natalie and her dog, Mm -hmm. um, Poppy, which is weird as fuck. Uh Um, I told you I was watching it with Brady. Yeah. 
um, who was like four and a half. I shouldn't say I was watching it with him, but like I was watching it and he came into the living room and like, I wasn't too worried about it. Cause like normally if I'm watching a horror movie during the day, I'll watch it in the basement. Yeah. But I mean, this is more of like a, a comedy. Yeah. And he was like fucking dying laughing at this part. Really? With the Chihuahua and Natalie like <laughs> switching heads. He was laughing so hard. That's amazing. <clears throat> um, yeah, I'm gonna get the quickly the scene of uh them getting like the letter of them apologizing. You get like the uh um the scene of them going to Congress and they come up and he like the ambassador like pulls something from it and then we're like jumps and it's just like some like fucking little i don't know tape thing yeah and then uh then he pulls out his gun just fucking blasts everyone <laughs> the professor's just like still he's like ambassador no <laughs> just like, uh. there was one scene too where i think it's after all this but i can't remember there's a scene where we see like all the aliens um like getting ready and like suiting up. Yeah. I love that scene too. Yeah, me too. Cause they're all just like running and like they go, like they stand on this like spot and then like these two door things like kind of close on them and then they're yeah. in their suits and then they run a little bit more and then their guns drop down. And the whole time there's like, ah, 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 yeah. ah, ah. <laughs> there's the whole thing. Yeah. And it kind of reminded me of like, like kind of like Bugs Bunny, like those old kind of shows yeah um, yeah and then in that like kind of montage when the one alien gets in like the big giant robot yeah the other alien comes out like passes him like a lunch pail <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's so good like there's just little things throughout this whole movie that just make it so much better yeah and that one alien that you see like come running up to the ambassador and he doesn't have his big cloak on he's just in his underwear yeah <laughs> And you see him again throughout the rest of the movie, and he's never in a cloak. He's just always in his underwear the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, Barbara starts drinking again. Um, I don't blame her. Yeah, don't blame her. Uh, General Decker offers, brings uh, the president like this clipboard, and president's like, I don't know what the fuck to do now. And General Decker's like, oh, it's... Uh, for a nuclear proposition or whatever. He's like, I'm not nuking them and still not listening to Decker, you know, tries to do something else. Yeah. Um, well, and he tells Decker, he's like, if you don't shut up, I'm going to strip you of all your medals yeah. or something like that. I mean, if I was Decker at that point, I would say, fine, do it. Fuck, you're not listening to me anyway. Yeah, really? Um, yeah, they get the uh, professor, they get him up, they capture him during that scene. And they take him up there and they end up like tearing his body apart. Mm -hmm. It's like, how the fuck is he still alive? Yeah. And you get like the weird scene of him like with the the girls. Natalie's head is on the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and his head's like just fucking dripping blood. And she's yeah. like, oh, were you flirting with me on the show? <laughs> and she's like, it's okay if you were. He's like, oh. I kind of liked it. It's like classic, like Pierce Brosnan, you know, just like, yeah. What a man. <laughs> what a man. <laughs> James motherfucking Bond. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, now the aliens, they have infiltrated Earth <laughs> <laughs> with this uh, alien lady. Oh, man. Who is very creepy. Yeah. And 
Also, Jerry is just fucking creepy too, isn't he? Yeah. Don't you think? I mean, yeah, I do. I think he's like, like he's smitten by her for sure. And I feel like this is the only attention he's ever gotten from a woman. Yeah, well, there's so, that scene earlier um, in the movie whenever he goes up to like the three prostitutes and he like picks, oh, picks yeah. them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. <laughs> I do like how like the aliens are so smart. Like they have her like chewing gum and they find mm-hmm. it's like the nitrogen gum of like how they can breathe in the, on Earth. Yeah. Yeah, because the aliens always have their big like globe helmet things on. Yeah. But she doesn't. And like the actress that played this girl, like, did such a good fucking job. Yeah. Like just the way she moves, like her arms are so like fluid. Yeah, fluid. Even um uh the secretary guy, he says I think he calls it like graceful or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because like she's like okay, for one, why does Mitch like this let this girl in? Like, come on, man. <laughs> You're the head chief of security and you just let him bring in this random girl. Yeah. It looks like this. <laughs> yeah, and like doesn't even question it. No. Just like he doesn't even acknowledge that she's there. Even when he opens the door, he's like, oh, sorry, sorry, uh, secretary. We're kind of keeping things locked down with what happened in Congress today. Yeah. And then just let, lets her walk in. And he's like ha- walking ahead of her because she's so slow. Mm-hmm. And Mitch is behind them looking at her. And she like does that creepy ass fucking walk fast up to him yeah it's like dude <laughs> she like kind of, but like she does it gracefully in a sense it, it's almost like she's on wheels is what it looks yeah like. yeah and like just like she leans over a little bit like she's about to run almost yeah. and then like she does her arm swaying thing like she does whenever she walks but it's a lot faster yeah it's just fucking weird man <laughs> yeah. and uh like obviously we're canadian so i don't know that much about like american politics but like does the press secretary live at the white house too uh i don't know like does he have access to the kennedy room which is like this secret ass room (laughs) i feel like he wouldn't maybe know about it but yeah yeah there's got to (laughs) be more than just like a button underneath a statue head yeah (laughs) but uh this whole scene i love of him like going down there he's kind of being fucking creepy you know makes her a drink she still not said one word. No. But he doesn't give a fuck. Like she's like stares straight ahead blankly, yeah, chewing on her gum. Like tries to like make out with her, and then he it's like, oh, let's get the gum out and <laughs> fucking stick his mm-hmm. finger in her mouth. It's like, dude, come on. And then she just bites it off. Ugh. Boundaries, bro. You think Boundaries. that he died at this scene? Well, didn't she did she not kill him? Well, she hit him in the back of the head with that statue. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, I would assume so. Yeah, I mean, we don't see him through the rest of the movie. Yeah, I would assume so too. Uh, and then so that she gets out of there and she infiltrates the president's room and you gotta pour one out for her old doggo there. Oh, yeah, he, ta- <laughs> he takes a laser beam to the head. Why couldn't they have killed the chihuahua? I know, I know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. The alien takes off like the, the mask and tries to kill them, but the dog wakes up and uh, yeah. Then the secretary or not the secretary, the Mitch and everyone come in and just the uh, oh she grabs um, the president's hostage 
yeah. and goes into another room and then like everyone comes in and like the bird like starts chirping and then he gets mm-hmm. like distracted and shoots the bird. Yeah. So I wonder what it is about the birds. Like maybe they think like that's a predator. Yeah, maybe. They must not have birds on Mars. I don't know. Or maybe like the, uh, could it be like the high pitch of the bird? Um, yeah. It's kind of like similar to the music. Possibly. Yeah. But, uh, she has this ring on too, and it's a big eyeball. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it has a camera on it. That's doing like a live feed back to the spacecraft. <laughs> yeah. So everything that she's seeing, like, they're seeing as well yeah which is super fucking smart for the aliens because now they know where everything is inside the white house yeah i love this scene too like whenever the three of them are like watching the screen and then she gets killed and the one alien just like fucking punches in one alien in the face (laughs) just got pissed off and walks away yeah Uh, anything else you wanted to add to that scene uh i don't think so all right, so yeah, this is like the scene we talked about, like like kind of like the montage of the aliens like getting ready to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the scene was funny too. Whenever all like the scout kids are walking like by the uh, yeah. <laughs> the Washington Monument, yeah, and then the ambassador like points at the like the camera. It's like, oh, there's kids there, and they like <laughs> fucking shoot down the monument to like try and line on the kids. Yeah. And then, like, they run the other way, so the saucer goes under it to try and move it. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Uh, um, so now the uh, Byron's kids are, like, taking a field trip to the White House. And the aliens attack the White House. Um, and uh, the... First lady, she gets killed by chandelier. Is very uh, unfortunate. Who's chandelier? Like Martha Washington's or something? Yeah, like it was some one of the other first ladies. It's like she tried to catch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Mitch too, because like anytime someone tries to go in where there's a tour, he's like, No, you can't go in here, sir. There's a tour going on. Oh yeah. <laughs> and like in this scene too, like they're trying to get the president out of the White House. Yeah. And they're like Mitch is like, oh, sorry, sir, you can't go through here. There's a tour. <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck? But, uh, like, why are they doing a tour in the middle of this anyways? That's, yeah. like, question number one. Mm-hmm. But, oh, man, it's so funny. I do like how they tied in, like, the kids. Like, they were playing that alien video game, and now they just, like, pick, yeah. pick up the gun and are just fucking killing them. Yeah. It's so good. Um. So, yeah, back in... Vegas, uh, shit's going down. Tom Jones makes an appearance, and uh, the aliens <laughs> they capture his backup saners. Yeah. They're just having a good time, you know. Oh, that was <laughs> yeah, because the lights go dim and then they turn back on, and it's all the that's the three aliens just like singing and dancing. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> um, so yeah, he gets out of there, he runs into are like little cast of carrier char- characters that we have in Vegas. Uh, there's Danny DeVito, who's this fucking annoying gambler dude. Um, yeah. uh, Tom Jones, Tom Jones, Byron, Byron, uh, Barbara. Yeah. And the other like kind of lady who like works with Byron. I don't know what her name is. 
Yeah, she was dressed like Cleopatra or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're like getting out there. They, they, we learn that Barbara has a plane who belonged to Art, um, and she wants to go to like the Colorado caves or something like that. Yeah. Um, Colorado Springs. Or yeah, something. and then uh, Byron asks, like, "Oh, where's Art? Like, how come he can't fly?" And she's like, "Oh, he's dead." <laughs> yeah, she just doesn't give a fuck. And he gets killed by a flying saucer who I assume shot his building because it looked like a flying saucer. Yeah, true. That's what I thought, mm. at least. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So, yeah, they're going to get the airplane. And then back at in Kansas, um, Richie's family, they're like in the trailer. They got like guns and stuff. They're about to you know, defend their trailer. And Richie's like, oh, you know, fuck this. I'm going to get grandma. Yeah. And so he goes and gets grandma. And then the robot shows up and grabs a trailer, crushes it with another trailer. <laughs> so we assume they're dead. Um, Before he, or I think it's right after he leaves. Cause it's just the parents in the trailer. Yeah. And they're loading up the guns and getting everything ready. And the mom, mom says something like they're not touching my goddamn TV. Yeah. <laughs> and they have like this big huge like um like ceremony thing for uh billy glenn yeah uh yeah uh so he like drives away is going to get grandma he m- makes the robot run into like some telephone wires mm-hmm. um so we get to grandma and we see like all the <laughs> um aliens killing all the old people and then grandma's just sitting in her room listening to her stereo with uh, headphones in and the aliens are bringing this massive fucking laser <laughs> line it up. And they're like, you know, doing shh, shh, be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Richie comes in and grandma turns around and her headphones unplugged from the stereo or the record player. Yeah. And then the music starts playing it's like this old school uh, music. And then the aliens heads explode from the music. Mm-hmm. So now we learn how to defeat the aliens. Yeah. Slim Whitman's Indian Love Call is the name of the song. Is that what it is? Yeah. Nice. Actually, you kind of dig that song. I like it. Yeah. Uh, anything else you wanted to add to those few scenes? Uh, I don't think so. I think we. Oh, we forgot to say how the president dies. Um. Yes, I think that, that was happened- the. Yeah, because like this movie kind of goes back and forth a lot. Yeah, because that happens before um, Richie gets to the to grandma uh, grandma's house. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But like the um, President Dale, he's like giving a speech, um, and then the Martian leader, like the ambassador, comes up and like extends his hand for the president to shake it. So like mm-hmm. you think like, oh shit, okay. Um, they're coming to a truce or whatever. Yeah. And then the hand comes off and it turns into this like spider looking thing. Yeah. And it like crawls all over the president and he's like trying to grab it, but it's like, it's so stupid how he's trying to grab it. It's like, dude, you you can easily grab this thing. (laughs) Um, and then it has like this long ass tail that would have been like the, the alien's arm. Yeah. And it fucking goes right through his back and like up out through his chest. Yeah. And then he falls dead on the floor and then this thing like stands straight up through his chest and a little flag comes out. Yeah. I mean, I assume it's like the aliens like flag f- flag. Like, yeah. like, like how 
there's flags on the moon and shit like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Decker, he gets killed by the aliens because he is like just at this point, he's just going nuts because the president isn't really listening to him. He like pulls out two Mm. guns and they like shrink them down in size and make them small (laughs) and they just smush them. Mm -hmm. Um, Before this, though, I do like the scene whenever the president finally signs the nuclear like uh, paper thing. Yeah. And they send the nuke up into space and the aliens like send this little like fucking little horn thing. Yeah. Like eats the explosion. And then, <laughs> uh, somehow the president is watching them like on their screen so that they can see yeah. each other. I don't know how it works, but anyway, the aliens like grab this thing and the, the ambassador sucks up the explosion like a <laughs> fucking balloon and his voice gets like higher, like it's helium. Yeah. Ah, so funny. <laughs> so good um there's a like documentary kind of thing that's on I, I watched it on youtube i think it's called the cosmic hoax mm-hmm. and it's all about like how we've made contact with aliens and like there's aliens that are on earth and like it's proof of that and it, it's like this doctor or scientist or whatever that's mm-hmm. like that's doing the whole documentary and whatnot mm-hmm. And one of the things that he was saying was that uh, we've like, not we, but uh, like different countries have shot like test nukes up into space yeah. and aliens have actually shot them down. Really? Yeah. So I thought that was kind of ironic that like this scene kind of happens in the movie. Wow. When like, I just watched this like a couple weeks ago and like the same sort of thing has said to have happened in real life. That's crazy. I don't know if I believe it 100%, yeah. but I mean, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm not too, I'm not offending any Americans listening to this, but the United States Army in this movie sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's like before Decker dies, he's like, we are the great, you know, the United States Army and you will never defeat us or something. It's like, yeah. dude, your army sucks in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just goes to show like, if there was like a full scale alien invasion, like not even the toughest army in the world can yeah. do anything. About it. Like we're, we're fucked. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the uh, Richie finds out that, or figures out like the music kills alien so he goes to, like there's a radio station which has on it like fifty thousand watt radio station <laughs> yeah so i guess we're like, trying to explain like guess like how it can make it so far mm-hmm. in the united states um so somehow the word gets out in the united states like you know they strap speakers on helicopters or going to india and shit like that <laughs> <laughs> so basically they're killing all the aliens um Back in Vegas before they make it out, Byron um, kind of distracts the aliens so they can get away. He just goes up to them. He like, starts taking off his costume. He's like, yeah. I'm Byron uh, Williams or whatever his last name is. And he's like, world champion. And then like <laughs> the ambassador or whatever that alien was, like second in command, like takes off his jacket too. <laughs> like fucking squares up with him. <laughs> so good oh, man. and uh, you think byron dies but he doesn't actually die he comes back at the end yeah 
Um, anything else to add before we wrap it up with the final scene? Um, I don't think so. Cool. Uh, so yeah, now Richie and Grandma are getting some um, Medal of Honor medals, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Grandma's so cute, man. She's just like, "Don't you ever make sure this happens again?" <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Richie like gets his, and he like makes this like weird ass speech, and like I don't know if this would be funny, but like I didn't find it funny at all. I thought it was just weird. Like he says, it like. Was- it was, it was. he's like yeah we shouldn't live in houses we should live in teepees it's like <laughs> all right that joke did not land at all <laughs> no no it did not and then like they have like this awkward kiss between him and um taffy, uh, taffy weird name uh it's like yeah that that whole relationship wasn't that believable like i don't know no. but uh yeah then we see byron he made it he made it to washington um, and then the closing scene, Tom Jones is, I guess he's with uh, <laughs> Barbara in Colorado in the caves, I guess. Yeah. Because like some deers around him and a hawk lands on his arm. <laughs> and he just starts singing this song. It's like, at that Squirrels point, uh, yeah, at that point, I was like, okay, this has to be a satire. Because like, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, just like an overly happy ending yeah yeah anything else you want to add uh i don't think so all right no well that's the way the green slime splatters hey i knew you were gonna do something with the fucking green slime <laughs> you know me <laughs> oh shit all right. I'm excited to hear your reviews on this. Me too. You want to go first? Uh, you want me to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Um, so my reviews don't really reflect how like I really feel about the movie. Like this I, I love this movie. I'll still watch it. But mm-hmm. uh yeah. So for my story, I gave a four out of ten. Okay. Um I said it was a pretty average horror comedy slash satire. I did like most of the characters and they did a great job developing most of them. Um, I thought the writing was pretty good. Some funny lines and ridiculous scenes. The cast is insane. Yep. And for quality, I also gave it a four out of 10. Um, This movie is not great, but it still holds up for me basically for nostalgic reasons. The CGI is horrendous apart from like the (laughs) aliens. Um, The acting is like, it was okay for this type of movie. Like it wasn't anything like insane. Mm-hmm. Um, some de- decisions are laughable. But I can't tell if it's bad writing or if it's being satirical, which we <laughs> decided is satirical. So I'll bump it up to a five out of 10. Okay. So four to 10 and five out of 10. All right. Okay. <clears throat> I gave my story a six out of 10. Okay. I said, obviously, space space invasion films have been made before, but rarely are they ever made in this slapstick, destroy all humans video game style that Tim Burton has created. Dude, that's a great fucking comparison. Hell yeah. They even look the same, like the aliens. They do. Uh, This movie is nonstop laughs from start to finish, and even though it's not one of 
not one of Burton's best movies. It's one that I'm sure that I sure am glad he has on his resume. Uh, we have all heard of alien invasions and their experiments on humans, but never have we heard of them severing human heads and attaching them to a dog's body and vice versa. <laughs> the things we witness in this movie could only come from the mind of Tim Burton and I'm all for it. He stacked this movie full of A-list celebrities and all, although not all of them get a lot of screen time, they all play a pertinent role in the film and have their shining moments. <clears throat> Uh, quality, I gave a 7 out of 10. Oh, wow. <laughs> like I previously said, this cast is stacked, so there's not much more to say in that regard. And yeah, the special effects are cheesy and probably overdone, but honestly, in this movie, it only adds to the charm. The slapstick and mocking humor of early sci-fi movies is on point in this one, and the script was amazing. Danny Elfman did the score for it, and it's very apparent, A-plus as always, with him. The alien designs were funny and cartoonish with their giant heads and brains on the outside of their skulls and their language was ridiculously basic, but again, fit the movie perfectly. And I should have prefaced this. I said the score, these scores may seem high to some people, but this movie is honestly a gem and even 25 years after its release, it still holds up for me. Yeah. But like, I look at this movie, like I look at naked gun and airplane and like just stupid ass movies like Mm. that like not quite on the level of like the scary movie franchise or anything like that. But it, I mean, if you look at it from the satirical standpoint, like I think it's just brilliantly done. Yeah. Like I've only seen this movie a couple times, so I never saw it like that. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe if I watch it a few more times, I may like think the same things you do. Yeah. I think this movie would be super fun for a watch party. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) All right. You guys know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. Uh, the critics' consensus. Tim Burton's Alien Invasion spoof faithfully recreates the wooden characters and schlocky story of cheesy 50s sci-fi and Ed Wood movies, perhaps a little too faithfully for audiences. Hmm. So what do you think the critics scored it? Well, they threw me for a loop with that last line there. Um, I'm going to go with a 68. Hmm. Critics gave it a 55%. Ah, shit. On 84 ratings and an average score of 6 out of 10. Hmm. The audience scored it a 53%. Oh, wow. On 250,000 ratings and a 3.3 out of 5. Hmm. Interesting. It's crazy that the critics scored it higher than. Yeah. Well, I guess if you take the average score, they didn't score it higher, but mm. the 55 versus 53 of Rotten Tomatoes, stupid ass fucking <laughs> percentages. All right. You ready for the scary section? Yes, sir. What did you give it for a scare rating? So a scare rating, I gave it a 1 out of 10. Uh, Not scary at all. May have been a tad scary when I was 10 years old. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Scary scene. I picked the scene with the alien woman. Uh, Mm -hmm. Man, she is creepy as hell. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And would I survive? I said, it seems they attack anywhere, big cities, small trailer parks. So no, unless my metal music works. My scare rating, I gave it a 2 out of 10. 
I said I'm only giving this something higher than a one because of the thought of an alien invasion to this scale. <laughs> the movie itself is not scary at all and is obviously more of a comedy. Fair enough. <clears throat> Scariest scene, I said Sarah Jessica Parker mixed with a chihuahua. <laughs> they they took the world's most annoying dog and combined it with the world's most annoying actress. Enough said. <laughs> That's great. And would I survive? I said, maybe if I was the world heavyweight boxing champ and had hands of stone, but I'm not, and I don't, so I doubt I'm surviving. <laughs> nice. And this week we're not doing trivia. Nope. Because we already have our movie picked out from whenever we did our episode with Josh. I think it was from, yeah, it was from that one. Yeah. You'll have to remind me because I forget what it is. The thing. Oh, right. Okay. The original one. Yes. Um, but I figured in replace of the trivia, we could have a little discussion on aliens. Okay. So I have a couple questions. Okay. Do you believe in aliens? Yes, I do. Okay. Very to the point. I mean, like, yeah, there has to be something else. Mm -hmm. I think we've talked about this a little bit before. But yeah. uh, like our universe is so big and there's other universes. So mm -hmm. obviously we're not the only ones yeah. that are living. I think if people actually and truly believe that we are the only living beings in space. Yeah. Like. I think you're the just, one. I think I'm the what? I think like those people you're talking about. I think they're the crazy ones, not us. Yes. Yes. And it's just like <clears throat> egotistical to the max. Yeah. In my opinion, like, like how do you like seriously think that we're the only living beings? Because like right now I'm sure that, um, on earth, like there are scientists that are looking for a planet that we can go to once this one fucking blows up from the sun. <laughs> They are doing that. Exactly. Yeah. And they've, they've found one, but it's too far away for us to get to right now. Right. With our technology. Uh, yeah. But it's like, it's basically the exact same as Earth. Yeah. Just a little bit bigger. <clears throat> uh, do you believe that we've made contact with aliens? Yes. Okay. You're hesitant. Um, I think definitely the American government has. Okay. Um, so you believe in like Roswell and all that shit? Yeah, like Area 51, like our boy, mm -hmm. I forget what his name is. They used to work there. Um, there's that. Uh, uh, Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar, yeah. Um, yeah, man, I think we have. Okay. Have you listened to Rogan's podcast with Bob Lazar? No, I haven't. Dude. Is it good? Oh. It is fucking insane. I'm going to download it right now. Between There's one with him. There might be two with him. And there's another one where he has two guests on. And they're like they're friends with Bob Lazar. And it's like the shit that they say, man. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Here's the like, one with two guests. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. But um, uh, yeah, I do think so. All right. Cool. What about you? I mean, I, I know your answer already, but. <laughs> yeah. um, our friend Casey and I are big alien enthusiasts. We definitely believe in them. Uh, I believe that they're here. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I don't necessarily like, cause they say that there's three different types of aliens or extraterrestrials. Like there's the grays, which are the stereotypical, like long slender bodies and the big giant ass heads and the black eyes. Yeah. Um, and there's the humanoid ones and then there's reptilians, which are like shapeshifters. I don't know if I necessarily believe in all of that. Yeah. But I do think we've made contact. Yeah. I do. I strongly believe that, that they are here mm-hmm. um, somewhere in some like underground facility. Yeah. Like, I, <clears throat> I, I don't know. I think a lot of our technology has come from them. Yeah. Because if you think about like the, the big boom with like um, electronics and everything like that from like even the nineties to the two thousands, it's like, where the fuck did this come from? Yeah. It was a huge jump up. Yeah. It was insane. Mm-hmm. But so I think, I don't know. I have my thoughts. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, I do think we've made contact and I do think that they're here. Cool. All right. <laughs> nice little discussion. Yeah. Uh, next question for you. Yeah. If there was an alien invasion, how do you think it would play out? Do you think they would come here to like research our planet and like be civil? Or do you think it would be like an all out war? Um, I mean, it's hard to say, but, uh, I think they would come here and I think they've already been scoping out our planet. Yeah. And we haven't really done anything to get to their area. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that they would attack us. But I do think that they've investigated our planet or are doing research on it for sure. A mm-hmm. uh, couple of buddies at work and I have had very in-depth conversations about this shit. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we brought up, um, and I mean, it might be right out of fucking left field, but why have we not gone back to the moon? That's true. I don't know why we haven't. Uh, we did it in the sixties. Yeah. And I don't think we've done it since maybe once. Yeah. So I, I like one of the topics that we talked about and like, we've talked about like fucking creating a podcast over it and shit like that. Um, just to like have these fucking absolutely maniacal conversations but um my one buddy was like well what if it was like what if that first moon landing was like a rendezvous point between humans and aliens and like that was the only reason why we went to the moon yeah and like we have no reason to go back now yep and another one is did they see something right that maybe they didn't want to see yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of on the uh, the whole train of that the moon landing didn't actually happen. Okay, interesting. I think it was filmed in a warehouse. Really? Yes. Okay. Let's elaborate. <laughs> yeah, because like even going on what you just said, like we've never been back. Were we even there in the first place? Mm-hmm. Like it's been so long. What it's been like fucking 40 years yeah. longer, longer. So I don't know. I think I, I, I don't fully believe we actually went to the moon, but we have the technology to go to space and to go far enough to reach the moon. Yeah. So why wouldn't they? 
I know. And why wouldn't they go back? No, I know. Yeah. So I don't know. Hmm. I watched an interview because uh, there's Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and then there was a third uh, astronaut that went up with them. Yeah. Right. And it was this interview. I think it was on 60 Minutes. This interview was with that third guy because he didn't go to the moon. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. He st- his job was to stay in the shuttle mm-hmm. and pick them up whenever they lifted off off the moon. Right. So he had to circle the moon while they were down on there. Right. And just continuously circle around it. And he was like, so he saw the dark side of the moon. Huh. And he said it was the scariest thing he's ever experienced because it's literally black. Like not one single bit of light. Really? It was just pure darkness. That's crazy. Yeah. And like, it was just, it was a quick, like maybe eight to 10 minute interview, but I was like, Oh my God, like this guy's nuts. <laughs> like, I, would, I would never have done that. Yeah. Like I'll just fly around in circles in one spot. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. This guy circled around the moon and waited for them to like telecom back to him and say like, okay, we've got everything that we need and we're ready to lift off. So then he, he was in like a bigger shuttle, obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> so whenever their like little lander mm-hmm. took off, he, was there waiting to pick them up. Yeah. That's I just thought it like yeah. super interesting little interview. No, it is. That is crazy. But I mean, yeah, there is that conspiracy where it, it never even happened. Wild. Yeah. But I mean, sometimes I can, like, I almost want to agree with it. Yeah. Cause we have the telescopes and shit that we can zoom right in on the moon. Oh, we have cameras that can. Yeah. And like, we don't see a flag. No. We know that they put one there or supposedly put one there. Yeah, exactly. There's like supposedly two flags there because two countries win. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the, like, I love the, the whole thought process of it. And like with the, the lunar la- or the Mars landings and shit like that. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just crazy. Like we live in a crazy world right we now. We do. We do. All right, my last question for you. Yes. Have you had any sort of alien sighting or like a thought where like, oh shit, I wonder if that was a UFO? Um, not that I can think of, to be honest. Okay. Like I know um, where I used to live in Johnstown area, there was like this like antenna or light that was on think angel's restaurant or something like that mm-hmm. um which was like a hot on a high tower and it kind of yeah. like made this weird light in the sky yeah, yeah that was yeah. like the only thing really but not that i can think of to be honest okay what about you i mean like i've seen lights in the sky where i've been like oh it's moving too fast to be an airplane or like it yeah. doesn't have the same light pattern as an airplane mm-hmm. but like i don't have anything concrete yeah but I have a friend who I used to work with at uh, the truck stop when I was a teenager. Yeah. And I mean, you know where I grew up. Mm-hmm. So there's that like the nine mile going back to the truck stop. Yeah. And he was walking home one night and it's all like farmer's fields and shit. And he was saying that he was looking down at the ground while he was walking. And then he looked up and there was like this formation of lights above him. Yeah. And it was like 
there was like two wings kind of that went diagonally up. Like he couldn't see the actual thing. It was just lights that he was seeing. Yeah. So he said it looked like two wings that were going up. And then there was uh, three lights, whoops, three lights uh, in a straight line below those. Mm -hmm. And he said like, he just stood there for a second and watched it. And it was like hovering. And then like in the blink of an eye, it was gone. Damn. I don't know if he's just like, if he was pulling my leg, but he like swears to his grave that he saw this. That's crazy. Yeah. And like every time he told me the story, it would just like fucking send chills down my spine. (laughs) Cause it was like close enough that like, yeah, like, like it was scary. That's wild. But yeah, like I said, I don't know if he was just yanking my chain or if it was legit, but he swears that it was. That's crazy. Yeah. But I don't know. Every once in a while, you see something go across the sky, and it's just like, hmm, I wonder. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. exactly. But uh, I follow a lot of these pages on Instagram, too. Like, there's one called Contact Tour, mm-hmm. and they just post UFO sightings. Really? And it seems like since the pandemic has happened that there's been, like, just a plethora of them. That's wild. <laughs> which is, like, I don't know. Is it, like, ironic or yeah is is there a reason yeah again we live in an age of like super advanced technology just with like photoshop and yeah exactly. video editing and shit like that mm-hmm. so who knows what's actually real yeah i don't know we both believe in it so exactly <laughs> <laughs> all right man guess that's it that's it all right. If you guys want to catch us on social media, you can find us at a podcast on Elm Street. And if you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll find links to our T Public account where we have some merch. Uh, we also have a link to our Patreon account if you wish to support the podcast in that way. Uh, there's links to our Discord server, our Twitch account, and um, everywhere that you can listen to us. Yep. So if you ever want to shoot the shit if you want to do a collaboration with us or have us on your podcast or anything like that shoot us a dm we are always looking for people to talk to yes we are and i guess that's it that's it all right talk to you next week guys see you later